comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a Jittery Monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. I'm your host, Greg Mahachko, joined as always by the co-host. Not just the co-host of the show, not just the co-host of this episode. No, no, he is the co-host of the year. Mike Luther. Hello, Mike. Hi. Hello, sir. I feel honored right now. You have, you have been holding on to that co-host of the year title. Nobody's taking it away from you. It's been years. You've been the co-host nope, nobody of the year can. since 2019. That sounds about right. 20, yeah, probably 2019. How are you, sir? We're good. 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 No, no complaints here. It's a nice Saturday afternoon. I am 100% more sober than I was last time we recorded. So, uh, I mean, I, me too, I guess. I, I mean, technically, yes. Well, you can't be drinking on, on a before noon on a Saturday, can you? I mean, I'm pretty sure that's illegal. I mean, you can, but at our age, it, it's not recommended. Especially with little ones. I, yeah. I, I had a quick kind of work-related function uh, yesterday. Um and it happened to be in downtown Belleville, and we were meeting at Tavern on Main to go like a block or two down. We got there a little bit earlier, and some of these guys are like, "You want a beer? You want a beer? Who wants a beer? Who wants a beer?" I said, "I've got to go pick up my kids after this, so probably not." <laughs> so, no, I was actually in Belleville twice this week. What? So I had to, I had to help people uh, teach. Oh, or I had to sub for people. Uh, so Wednesday I was there for a little bit and that's, uh, after I was done working Wednesday, I decided to run up to Twilight Comics, Swansea, Illinois, but then I was also there Friday as well. Had I known you were in town on Friday, we could have done lunch. Uh, it would, I I was, I was there from, was it like 1246 to like one something, (laughs) Very that's, that's time. Time yeah, it sounds like time. I, I just remember that, that was written down. I was probably there before then, obviously, but yeah. Well, let's talk uh, about it because you said you went to Twilight Comics, Swansea, Illinois, and mm-hmm. you made an acquisition. I a did. Purchase, well, first, if you I, I made several purchases because I can't help myself when I'm in there, even though I don't have the money for this. Um, I want, I had one in my pulled folder, uh, which is or was. Uh, Justice League Dark Volume Three: The Death of Magic, showing gray right now. I see it. Uh, it has been shown. Yes, and it's by one. Uh, first of all, it's by one of my favorite writers, Jeff Lemire, and one of my favorite um, artists. Uh, I'm going to say Michael, but I don't know if that's correct. Michael Janine. And so, people can hear about more of Mike's yeah. and my favorite artists on our newest YouTube video. Yes, uh, over at youtube.com slash type in nerds united uh, so because we're, we don't have enough we don't have enough uh subscribers yet to be able to be like nerd or youtube.com slash nerds united so right. you have to do a little legwork or tell 60 yeah. something of your friends to hit subscribe and then we can you know have our own official channel i'm happy with either one yep so i'm looking forward to uh reading uh, getting back into that eventually and then i also picked up um mystique unnatural and then i got uh deadpool kills the marvel universe again and then i got uh saga volume two because i read volume one and i enjoyed it they had volume two there so i said might as well pick it up so once not entirely sure i think somewhere in this cacophony of unread comic books i have deadpool kills marvel universe again oh really but i also have deadpool kills deadpool okay uh which is look colin bunn who has been on the show before in, in its 
infancy in this show's infancy, I would actually talk to uh, creators, etc. Uh, but not only, wait a minute. I think, I think I got this from the meeting with Colin because I only said it because it's autographed. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> Which means I found it upstairs uh, and brought it down. So, um, yeah, that tracks. And and so I'll read it someday. Pro- I've got to, right? Eventually, I'll have time to read things, Mike. I, you know, it's not sure. this day. Um, so I have, I, I think we talked about one of the my more recent trips to Twilight Comics, Swanson, Illinois, where I a- acquired volume four of Die. And, right, uh, true, true. have not finished that yet. But someday, um, but on Black Friday, my wife. So we recorded, of course, last episode, Turkey Before Turkey. And we, uh, I guess, encourage people to go back and listen slash watch those. Uh, no, just listen. Yeah, because that uh, top five comic artists thing that really knocked me on my keister, uh, Mike. So I don't know if we're going to be doing any any big videos like that for a while. Right. But you and I did a brief discussion last night about a potential future video that, uh, yeah. uh, you know, will cross that bridge. But in Belleville on Black Friday, they have the annual Santa parade. So um, I was not going because Nebraska was going to be playing football uh, that afternoon. So I stayed home with the twins, but my wife took our oldest uh, downtown and had a good time at the parade, brought him home and got herself some lunch, you know, whatever. And then she went out shopping. Now, I am not a Black Friday shopper. Same. I'm not much of a shopper, period. Um, but to her credit, she did only local stores. Okay. And a lot of the downtown stores, one up, uh, I guess, technically in Swansea, which doesn't mean anything to anybody not from this area. But, you know, when I say Swansea, you know where that is. Right. Um, and got a lot of stuff marked off by visiting local vendors, local local stores and, and uh one of the stops she made, she said, do you need anything? And I said, well, if you want to run up to twilight, then I thought, nah, that's okay. I don't need you to, I don't need to send you essentially on a errand for me. Cause I like going up there visiting with you know, right. Tim or Mark or Brian or Rhiannon, whoever's working. Well, she comes back and she says to me, she's like, you were, were a cheap date. Like, <laughs> Whatever it takes, honey. No, <laughs> Uh, she said she went to twilight and got, she said, uh, um, I asked, you know, for uh, just the contents of my poll folder. And she said, there's only one book in there. And that book is issue number four of upshot kill or I'm not killed, not all robots. So, uh, I have been enjoying the story quite a bit. Um, and am eager to, yeah, not eager, eager would indicate I've already read it. Uh, right. excited to read uh, issue four. So um, not all robots. I encourage anybody out there to you know talk to your local comic shop, or maybe you can even go to uh, Upshot uh, and awastudios.net and look into not all robots. I think it's a, I think it's timely for a couple of different reasons and uh, it's, it's very entertaining. So not all robots, hopefully someday the story will end. I say that not in a negative way. And then I'll be able to do like a full breakdown of the show. So, right. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Yeah. I remember, I remember you talking about not all robots. I had no idea that there was already four out. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I was going to have so much more to say there. And I'm like, Nope. I'm just going to concur with, Mike's statement there. So, um, you know, uh, uh, one thing I was thinking about with, with comic books, uh, especially when I, I see, you know, Justice League Dark Volume 3, <coughs> I wish what, if it's anything that's past Volume 1, that at the beginning of Volume 2, 3, 4, whatever it is, they have like a recap. Like on the last on the last issue of, you know, Justice League Dark, this happened. You have like a two-page summary mm-hmm. because I can guarantee you once I eventually get back to uh, Justice League Dark Volume 3, I'm not going to remember what Justice League Dark Volume 1 and 2 are about. I don't remember what about now. I mean... Yeah, and so that's one of the things that in old school Marvel and I think some even more recent Marvel 
issues. They always almost, uh, I don't have any individual issues here right in front of me to, to show as an example, but that will, you know, you open up the cover and that first page will be you know, like, who are, who mm-hmm. are the players in this story? You know, like what what's going on. And, and that goes all the way back, I think, uh, to Stan Lee, because it, I remember, you know, I've talked about the, the, you know, sparse comic collection that I inherited from my uncle or whatever. Right. And uh, most of those were Marvel, but you would open it up and it would say, uh, you know, very in the first few panels, in exposition, not in, in showing anything in, right. in um, pictures, but, you know, like in, in our true believers or, you know, whatever type of uh, exposition it was, uh, they would get you caught up at least a little bit uh, yeah. of, of what was going on. And I remember, I think it was a, one of the old fat man on Batman, Kevin Smith things, that being really important to Stan Lee at that time, because he would always come back and say, Every comic is somebody's first comic. So, so if you, if they're picking up, I'm going to, you know, pull random daredevil 15, right? You know, well, they don't know one through 14. So you kind of have to say at least the, the nuts and bolts of, of, uh, you know, who daredevil is, you know, the right. man behind the mask, etc., And, um, and what his, at least what his, you know, agenda is type of thing. So, yeah. 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 But to your yeah, point, that would be helpful, you know? Yes. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, Mike, speaking of recaps, mm-hmm. how about Hawkeye episode three? That had a recap uh, at the beginning of its episode. Yes. Yes, it did. Uh, I am very much enjoying Hawkeye right now. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying the uh, uh, relationship, camaraderie, friendship, whatever you want to call it, between uh, Kate Bishop and uh, Clint Barton, a.k.a. Hawkeye and Hawkeye, because I'm pretty sure at one point in time they're both called Hawkeye. Kate Bishop is. In fact, uh, my life is Hawkeye. I believe she is Hawkeye in that. Like she goes by Hawkeye in that. I'm almost positive. I, I, I agree with you completely. I'm just being a Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, what's funny about uh, uh, this one. So, okay, episode three, they talked, um, they gave the background of Echo, which I mean, I believe her real name is Maya Lopez, or the, the, this character's real name is Maya Lopez. I don't think they've called her Echo yet. Um, but they, one thing I was a little concerned with is obviously they show the relationship between um, Echo and her dad and her dad's very nice to her and very sweet and stuff like that. And then it shows Ronan, at least in the background, killing the dad. And I'm like, okay, so either the dad wasn't very nice. So the relationship I know between Echo and her dad isn't real or Ronan slash Hawkeye is a complete asshole and he's just killing good people. So it doesn't sit well either way, you know, unless they do something. And I don't, I don't think they're going to do this, but unless they do something like, Oh, that wasn't actually Hawkeye in the Ronin suit at that time, you know, or, you know, um, I don't know, something like, um, he had to kill to kill the dad. It was a, a self defense thing or something like that, which I also don't think they're going to do that either. I'll address the former point uh, first. Mm-hmm. I think I saw somewhere on you know Facebook scrolling headlines, not clicking anything because right you know, then you're going to get more things. Um, yeah. Where there was a theory about more Ronins, um, but okay. To your point, I think. Of those two scenarios that you laid out, like either, you know, Clinton Barton's just a mur- murder and MF or mm-hmm. her dad was not necessarily all that he appeared to be. Right. I think it's the, the latter in, in that situation because you can be, I'm going to try having, I'm, I'm not a criminal mastermind. I don't live in the, uh, the, you know, the underworld <laughs> of society, right, right. but I feel like you can be a, a loving father and, and want what's absolutely best. Um, while also still being a dangerous individual, you know, a mob, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. e- even, even looking at like, uh, 
um, like the Godfather, Don Corleone, you know, I mean, do anything right. for, for his wife. And in fact, uh, and do anything for the family. Um, yeah. Cut off a horse's head and put it into a, stu- uh, net- or a studio producer's bed. <laughs> yeah. You know, waking yeah. up to that. So I, I think that there's no like, I don't know. You, you do have some characters certainly who are pure evil, like Joker. There, Joker has very uh, few, if any, redeeming qualities, except he has a pretty good voice. A uh, voice actor behind him, and you know he always manages to get out of Arkham. But there's nothing right. like really <laughs> on the positive redemption side for Joker. Um, no. But in in what I would consider more real world situations, like you know a, a Hawkeye Echo, uh, you know her father type of situation, I think that there is you know you, you there's that gray area. You can be a loving doting father and also have your you know like we got to take care of business side of things yeah true yeah so. yeah if they're between those two yeah absolutely um they, they we saw i believe this was an episode we saw more of his trick arrows a purple goo yes yeah <laughs> yeah purple goo one uh the i i don't know what else to call it i, I call it kind of like the spider web one where yeah. um he she shot the truck or, or suv or whatever behind him and it's just like start bringing in all the christmas trees <laughs> right right yeah they're going around christmas trees and stuff uh, that was very reminiscent to me i know it's not but it's very reminiscent of uh of why well, I, I just recently watched spider-man homecoming um okay. in preparation for the day someday that i might be able to watch spider-man no way home so the way i in my mind is i watch homecoming let's say the last week of November, That's right. probably last weekend sometime. Okay. Then I'll watch Far From Home, like Christmas vacation time. And then okay. Easter, I'll be able to probably. watch. Probably, um, probably. But I, that, um, that like the, the, the um, uh, attracting or, you know, whatever the, the collecting, I guess, of all the Christmas trees, that visual reminded me of when Peter's trying to save the fairy that he also kind of accidentally destroyed and you just see webs everywhere. And he's like, ah, damn it. Um, so yeah, I saw some visual similarities there, which I enjoyed. I I absolutely, I can see that. Um, so you might remember in WandaVision where there was a bunch of rumors about people that were going to show up. Mephisto. Well, there, those rumors are back. They're everywhere. Because the rumors are now that uh, Kingpin is going to show up, and and it's they're not invalid because in the comic books, um, Kingpin basically like I think adopts Echo. So in the in the in the episode or in the in the, in the series right now, obviously <coughs> there's there's talk of a bigger boss, uh, um, and I, I think he, he says. I, I maybe she says my uncle, but I don't think so. Maybe this, she says something else. Yeah, I, I do remember them talking about you know like whoever's the the a le- level above Echo. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. So. I now don't, I don't ever put two yeah. and two together. I let the internet do the the work for me. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm not holding my breath for uh, Kingpin to come in. Um, I would not at all be surprised if when we saw the whoever it is, it's nobody we've ever seen before. And it's, and it's not Kingpin. It's, you know, right. I don't know, whoever, just a new guy. So also I kudos to Marvel, um, Marvel studios, Kevin Feige, et cetera, Mm -hmm. because they went out and, and I was trying to, you know, as soon as I learned more about echo, you know, like the character and her, her character, I don't even want to call them limitations, but her character, you know, potential setback. She's deaf right. and she's an amputee. Yep. And I looked up the individual who was playing her, who is also legit <laughs> deaf and an amputee. I was like, well, yeah. good, good because uh, look, we're in a any other, you know, before maybe five years ago, uh, mm-hmm. they would just hire somebody, you know, put on a a, a green sleeve, you know, sock or something like, or uh, yeah, so that they can CG around it. Uh, and you know, find somebody who can you know, pretend to be deaf. Uh, yeah. So oh, good yeah. on, good on. They're actually they're finding these people who might otherwise go, you know, I don't know if unnoticed is the right word, but they might, you know, just 
they might get passed on by. Right. Right. You know? um, yeah. And, and so I know that of course, being that it's the internet, everybody says, well, you know, that's called acting is to be able to be something that you're not, but. I, uh, I, I, under, I understand both sides, but I'm very happy and very glad that this girl, and I don't know her name. I should know it, but there's so many actors and actresses out there, uh, but I'm, I'm glad she, she's got the part and she does very well. And it's, you know, like you said, she, you know, she is an amputee and, or yeah, she is amputee and uh, she is hard of hearing or she's deaf, whatever the correct term is. Um, and, and so like, it fits her perfectly. Like, like if she, if she, when a little girl, would she would, if she was in comic books, she would have looked at that person like, Oh yeah. Okay. That's me. Um, a Lockwa Cox, I think if I'm pronouncing that right, Cox? probably okay. not. Also, uh, on kind of that same vein, as far as, by the um, way, known for mm-hmm. Hawkeye. Okay. Yeah, well, yes. Yeah. Hey, well, that's, I, I would, I wish I was known for Hawkeye. Um, in the same vein, you as have far time as, yet, Mike. You have yes, time. Thank you. Wait as till season like, two. Yeah, as far as like like representation and comment and stuff like that. There's a really good uh, documentary I just watched on Disney Plus called Behind the Mask. Oh, it's yeah, about an hour long or something like that. I think but, that makes me feel very uh, out of place for the joke that I was going to make. Oh, go ahead, go ahead and make it. Okay. Well, before you got talking about representation and behind the mask, right, right. I was going to say, you know, your big breakout could be Hawkeye. Uh, season two, where you are the romantic interest of Haley Steinfeld's character. I mean, you know, that's I could do that. I mean, they're a bit of an age difference, but she's like twenty something, so it works. You were almost as old as Jeremy Renner. I just wish. You know, but I, but I mean, don't are they? You know, <laughs> they work out together. And you could you think I could? Could you just imagine, ladies and gentlemen? who have been following Nerds United, at least since Mike came on board. Now, Mike goes to the gym three, four times a week at least. Yeah. What if you got on that Marvel workout regimen? Okay. I, I uh, you, you come on back after that Marvel workout regimen, uh, you know, when you're looking like Chris Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. This podcast, you know, maybe not the podcast, but the YouTube videos are sure going to go places when you're just sitting there without I, a shirt on. Me sure, like, oh, yeah. Sure. Uh, you want to count them? You want me to count them? <laughs> I'm a muscle head. I can't count that high anymore. I, I will say, uh, if I was able to, you know, have the Marvel trainer and the nutritionist, and then paying all my bills, so I don't have to do anything else but train, plus the secret Marvel serum that they give everybody. I think you know what I'm talking about. I mean, super soldier serum. Yeah, yeah, you can call it that. It's real life super soldier serum. I don't know about any of that. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Let's 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 just say if you are, uh, I don't know, fifty year old Hugh Jackman, um, you don't naturally get big. You, mean, you don't get you don't get big just with chicken breast. Let's just say that. You mean Hugh Jackman? Hugh Jackman, yes. Hubert James Jackman. I'm not going to sit here and let you uh, take his name in vain, sir. I want I want hey, an apology. I want it written, and I want to be able to I, fax it to his representation. I would I would 100 do it too. Yeah, this the supplements they're on. Uh, what what is Stop saying that you're going to get us in trouble? Uh, it's, no one listens. Today. <laughs> <laughs> what if we had one listener and it actually was Hugh Jackman? He's like, God damn it, people. Uh, speaking of not listening. Um, best friend of the show, Josh, might be in for a uh, uh, not what's the opposite of promotion? Demotion, yeah, thank you. I was gonna say relegation because I've been watching that Ted Lasso, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, he says that he's very far behind on our shows because he's also very behind on about everything that we talk about on our shows. He says, okay. I haven't watched Loki, uh, didn't watch Black Widow or. Or, um, I mean, basically, if it's been out, I think, in the last year and a half, I'm not sure he's seen it. I think okay. he said he hasn't seen WandaVision, Mike. WandaVision. See, I okay. Um, I, I wish I, I knew what to do here because I kind of want to do something where, like, every episode we mention something about Josh and it leads up to some kind of big clue. <laughs> you know? We'll have to like a production take- meeting. <laughs> Yeah, like take this part out so he doesn't know it, but then just be like, 
He'll never, know, he'll never get to this part. <laughs> tell, tell Josh, you know, blah, blah, whatever it is. And then like, there's a clue for everything Le- leading up to like no way home where we're like, all right, Josh, we got the ticket for you. <laughs> all right. Just, you know, the ticket, you got to go, you know, whatever, like um, have a place, you know, in, even in his hometown and, or in his town, town he's in right now. They, they've got a, they've got a, a, a movie theater. Yeah, but it's like the tickets underneath the mailbox on Main Street. You know? <laughs> and you know what though? Um, I could get his wife to to in, be in cahoots with us. Right. Perfect. Perfect. Um, speaking of though, speaking of mm-hmm. wives in Spider Man, uh, so I mentioned that on Black Friday, my wife, uh, you know, spent most of the day away from the house and leaving me with two, and then eventually three children. And then on Saturday, I had so with her birthday being last week. Um, I had arranged for, you know, like a, a spa day type of thing. So went and got her, uh, you know, put in place a, a mani-pedi and, you know, haircut and all that stuff, you know, little, little mama time. She hadn't had much of that. And so she comes back and, you know, like children are screaming and whatever. No, every, nobody's dead. Everybody's alive. And, you know, they're just unhappy and hungry or whatever. And she said, um, do you need to you know, like go? get out for a little bit, something right. like that. I was like, no, I'm, I'm fine. She said, okay, if you, if you need to just get, get some space, you know, you can, right. you know, as, as like, I, I don't know if it's like token of appreciation or however, what was going on in her mind. I was like, no, fine. it's fine, honey. Spider-Man's coming out in a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so I, th- I think she knows that, that sometime in the month of December, I might try to sneak away to the movie theater. Yeah, what I did when she took the kids to her folks, and that's when I went and saw Eternals. <laughs> um, well, be productive with Mike or go watch a, a movie. I'll fall asleep through. I I can tell you that um, you might have a hard time getting tickets. Why do you say that, Michael? On, on uh, either the Friday or this. Well, I'll say at least the Thursday or the Friday, actually, of uh, Spider Man No Way Home. So Which is um, the twenty third, twenty fourth, right? This uh 16th, 17th. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, there yeah. goes my Christmas present, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So um I know the tickets came out or were on sale on November 29th. I remember that at about 740-ish AM. And I was like, okay, let me and I had I had the app up and everything. Let me run and get tickets real quick. So I, I didn't want the tickets for the Thursday. I saw Friday they had tickets. Well, they had one slot. They, they had t- one time available was uh, 6.30. So I looked there. <coughs> I'm trying to get two tickets, one for me, one for Nolan. 6.30 a.m. Great time to go yeah. to the show. Yeah. Actually, I wouldn't mind going at 6.30 a.m., to be honest with you. But You're uh, already awake. I mean, you're exactly. already, you know, well-rested. You're not going to fall asleep yeah. in the theater again. Yeah. So, uh, no, it was 6.30 p.m., and there were no good spots available. Then This is already at 7.40. So then I looked at the 10 o'clock spot, which was the next available one. And they had two like halfway decent spots. And so I know, I mean, there, there, there's also IMAX ones, but see, I, I didn't choose the IMAX because they don't have the recliners, mm. you know, but uh, even then I checked recently and they didn't have many spots available for that either. So what uh, theater are you going to, are you going to go to like the small town one you like to go to, or are you going to go to a bigger I'm going to the one I always go to, which is the one in Edwardsville. Oh, okay. um, I don't know. I thought sometimes you go to Highland, right? I haven't been to Highland in forever. Um, I'm trying to think of the last time I was there. I, so I, re- I really like Highland as far as like it's a small town, you know, theater. The people that run it, or at least the, the one that I don't remember his name, but he's a super nice guy. Um, only thing I don't like about it is they don't have reserve seats. So for if I wanted to go see Spider-Man No Way Home, as, let's say it's at 6.30, I might have to get there at 5.30. Right, right. You know, and then if you're with uh, a group of people, you might not be able to sit, get, sit together. So I like when it's reserved seating because like this one, I go, you know, 10 o'clock. Um, if, if we get food, you can order food ahead of time too. Mm-hmm. You, you can tell them when you want that. So let's say we order food. I can pick up the food at 9.45. You know, get our napkins and everything and get our sodas and then walk into the theater at 9.50 and sit down. Mike, you know. can I share a secret with you? Go ahead. 
I'm also going to see Spider-Man No Way Home on the 17th. Are you really? Where at? In O'Fallon. Ooh, okay, okay. What time? 10.50 in the morning. On the, on the 17th? Yeah. Nice. Is it just you? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I've got uh, twins have their nine-month checkup that afternoon. So okay. I can't really go to the work anyway, right? I mean, you know. Are you just going to drop sure. the off? And, no. Like, hey, the, the, the twins are going to be at daycare. See. Oh. And then I'll go to the theater. And then I'll go nice. get them for the doctor appointment. See. Shh. Don't tell anybody. Okay. This, this, uh, this is how I got to structure <laughs> things so I can still be a good dad. Not necessarily a great employee, but a good dad. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh anyway so you'll, uh, you'll know all the, the trade secrets before i do i know i said i i i was thinking about um because i i couldn't get the seats that i wanted necessarily friday night i was thinking about just doing it saturday then i was like no I, i'd have to avoid the internet for that long you remember a time mike when the, the internet wasn't there to purposefully spoil things for you I do, I do. And, and furthermore, uh, if I can go back in your brain just a little bit further, mm-hmm. do you remember a time when there was no internet? And so you didn't have to worry. Oh, yes. Things could be in theaters for three months and you'd catch it on VHS, you know, six months later and yes. you'd be like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. I, you know, I was thinking about this last time I was in the theater, actually, along this same vein. I remember when you only saw trailers in the theaters. So, and you, and it was a really big, so that's one of the reasons I really liked, and I still like trailers now, but I, I think I liked them even more before the internet when I was younger, because you <laughs> could be sitting there and you have no idea that, my God, they made a second Ninja Turtles movie, you know, until you see it in the theater. And now, like, every the trailer that i see in the theater i've already seen right right on my laptop or on my phone and and you know going back to that surprise of you know sitting like you said getting a, a new ninja turtles movie or something like that well unless you were reading you know like the hollywood reporter or variety right. or you know anything like that but we weren't you know like the best no. we could hope for is that you'd see something or i don't know if you read much comics as many comics as a kid but on occasion there would be an ad like a full page right. ad or something in there but yeah pretty pretty few and far between on that yeah um, but even then like you might look so you might see uh, an ad for the ninja turtles it's in any and seeing the ad for it and then seeing the trailer is like oh my god you know huge difference well Mike, let's talk uh, about something else that incorporates uh, our childhood a little bit. Mm-hmm. Masters of the Universe. Yes, indeed. Part two. Part is two, out. which came Weeks. out on uh, November twenty third, so mm-hmm. Tuesday before last. I start. So I, we recorded Turkey before Turkey. As we do. Yes. And we got a late start because I was recording the, the Five Heart podcast uh, with those guys. Um, and so it was, I mean, I don't think it was irresponsibly late by the time we got done. 11 o'clock, 1130, something like that. Um, I think when we finished up. And so I think I told you what I was going to do. I, I said my plans are I've got these other, you know, all this production work to do. I'm going to take my laptop, go to the couch, put on Motu uh, Revelations Part 2 and get the work done. And that worked for about 15 minutes. And then old Greg hit old nappy time. But I was watching, and I tell you, it was probably was, I think I was into the second episode of, of Motu uh, Revelations Part Two. Uh, whatever time it was, I, I was asleep and I woke up around three, okay, 3 15. Yeah. And I'm like, I still got to finish this work. You know, the Husker people need this before game day. Game day was Friday. Of course, this was not Thanksgiving morning. And, uh, you know, I wanted to get our turkey before turkey up before it got right. irresponsibly late and it wasn't, you know, timely anymore. So I'm working. I'm wide awake at this point with my little three-hour power nap. 
And my wife comes downstairs as she usually does, just about five o'clock. And she kind of comes around the corner with this look on her face, like, the hell are you doing? And she's like, <laughs> morning. She's like, I'm not used to there being anybody else up, right. <laughs> up and awake uh, this time. I said, yeah, got my little nap in. Now I'm trying to get some work done. Okay. So as I'm reawakened and working, I'm watching Mo2 Revelations Part 2. Uh, and and I watched the entire chunk there in in that you know Thanksgiving morning. Then I finished everything, got everything uploaded, went to bed at six thirty, woke up a quarter to ten. So, so. I, I you told me that, but before you told me that story, I was wondering what was going on because uh, uh, I'm friends with you on Facebook and your wife on Facebook as well, and she posted a picture of like the kids. And, and she said, like, the, you know, it's half of my boys or whatever. One's, one's sleeping and one didn't want his picture taken. And then she said, you know, you were the one that was sleeping. I was like, it's true. How, how did he get to how, she, she let him sleep? Okay. But, I mean, you know, that's it, well deserved. So. I, I, all I can say is when you're good, you're good. <laughs> did, you, did you thank her afterwards? It was Thanksgiving. I did thank her. Yes, not, I, not, 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 not in the uh, biblical sense. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> it's more like, thank you. I really needed Thanks. that. Yeah, <laughs> and she said, I figured. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, you watched Mo Two Revolution. I, I watched yeah. it as well. Yes, um, I enjoyed it. I thought yeah. the second half was phenomenal. I yeah. liked the changes or the adjustments or whatever you want to call it they made to the mythos and uh you know i i thought that it was really a really strong uh uh, conclusion to that to that portion of the story yeah yeah at one point in time i thought to myself i was like oh is this once again the teal show but then like two minutes later oh no never mind i was you know it was completely off yeah but how about the notion that almost everybody got a happy ending? Yeah, I mean, exactly. They yeah. were handing out more happy endings yes. than a masseuse parlor. Yes. Very good. Very good. I was wondering where you're going with it. And I, I, like I it. tried to keep it non-nationalistic yeah. specific. Yes. <laughs> so I yes. wasn't throwing any. Uh... <laughs> ah, true. Yes. Could have been way worse. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, absolutely. Now, um, of course, people are still going to complain about it because, you know, people like to complain. Incels. Yes, but I I enjoyed it, and it's you know I don't think we talked about it before, and kind of going along with with Kevin Smith, like if we don't like something, we're just not going to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of the last thing that we had come on here just to purposely shit on. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know of anything like that. You know, so good on us, well, Mike. We're good people. That's right. I will say one one line was kind of like, oh, come on, Kevin, which it was. Um, I forget the character's name, but he has big fists. And Fisto. Fisto. That's it. Um, I had the Fisto action figure. <laughs> yes. And his line was something like, now I'm going to fist you or something like that. Right. Yeah. That was, that was definitely like, a Kevin Smith line. That was 100% <laughs> Kevin Smith. Super, super baked and being like, let's this, say this, he's going to fist him. That, that might have been a JMU's line, if we're being honest. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and it was great to see, you know, uh, so many of those characters, again, from, from the classic show, the, the action figure line from the 80s that, you know, like, I don't know if I ever actually recall seeing Fisto in the cartoon. Like, if I, if I went right. back and watched every episode, I'm like, there he is. Can't miss him. He's got the fucking fist. Um, but you know, so it was good to see, see everybody kind of used, you know, in, in their best way. So, um, and, and everybody coming together at the end, that's what, it, that's, that's what he should be all about is, is, is all the forces of Eternia, you know, uniting, uniting folks. It's yes. possible. You can do it. Yeah. You, can, you can unite, <laughs> uh, uniting for the common good. Yes. Uh, also I know last time, cause I, I had seen part of it before you did. And I mentioned Diedrich Bader. Yep. Could you very, could, yeah, I was going to say, could you very much oh. tell right away? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love you, Diedrich. Yeah. Yep. Um, and 
you know, the, the parents had an interesting arc because they, yeah. they found out, you know, that, that Prince Adam, before they knew that he was he man, Prince Adam was dead. And then they, they split right. up and I don't know, like, and I guess every, everybody, every situation is different. Right. And I'm not, I'm not here to shame, blame or, or others, but I don't know, you know, if God forbid something happened to one of my kids that I don't think that's going to be like the break it moment. Right. Right. So I, that was, it was a weird, what do the kids say? Weird flex, uh, you know, that they, that they had to split up just because they, their son was there or whatever. And then they found out like he's he-man and uh, whatever. Well, wasn't it something like, it wasn't necessarily just because he had died, you know, supposedly, but (laughs) it was like, they don't, they didn't trust each other anymore or or they both blamed each other. Or something did, happening. Did, did they in the first part was it revealed that He Man and Adam were one, or did they not know that until I don't think I don't think they knew that until he came back and he said, That's not, yeah. like, let me show you the power. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I think it was it was yeah, like a, a lack of lack of trust or, or something, you know, because oh, neither yeah, of yeah. them knew. Um, but I don't know, it was it was weird. Uh, Man at Arms, who was voiced by a guy from, and I'll never remember uh, the actor's name. I'm struggling to remember the character's name, but he was on a Game of Thrones, same as Evil okay. Lynn. So that was fun. Um, no, I just, I, I, I thought, I, again, there were times where Mark Hamill dipped a little too much into Joker for a Skeletor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, again, how many, how many evil voices can you have when you're, well, you know, one of the leading you know, evil voices of all animation. Yeah, I'll say one time, I'm not one time, because there was a couple times he nailed it exactly. And it was, and I don't know how they did the recording necessarily, like, because sometimes you record out of order, you know, um, but it was near, it was in part two, it was, you know, the last couple episodes were like perfect, you know. And it was right. good, it was good evolution, I think, for, for all characters. Um, oh, yeah. And I had, you know, a lot of people are bumping up against, you know, the Tila thing. I thought uh, uh, Sarah, Sarah Michelle Geller did a great job. Um, yes. And I had, didn't bump into the fact that as the sorceress uh, that, you know, she was changing the rules. You know, I was like, it is what it is. I'm sure her mom would right. have liked to have had the rules changed, spoiler, uh, and yeah. been able to leave, leave the castle. But that's not, you know, everybody's got their own journey, you know. Okay. Some people respect rules, and some people will say rules are made to be broken, Mike. And I was going to say, pretty much every movie breaks the rules at some point, you know. Truth, truth, truth. Uh, I'm just double checking things that we talked about that, or you know, we wanted to talk about. There's nothing new. So, Mike, can we get to a couple of trailers that you shared with the, the good folks on Facebook? Why, yes, indeed, we can. Can we start with Reacher? Sure. Cool. Reacher coming to Amazon Prime. Uh, stars, and I'll never remember his name. Uh, it is Alan, Alan Richardson. Is that who it is? Yes. Are you guessing AKA. or do you know? No, no. Uh, 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 yeah, Rich, Richardson or, yeah, Richardson um, uh, was the uh, first uh, Aquaman that I knew of. Correct. From Smallville. Smallville. Yes. And on top of that, he was more recently Hawk. Hawk, in, yes. In uh, Titans. Yes. And he is a big bastard. Yes. And if he, so, uh, if anybody's seen Jack Reacher the first time around with Tom Cruise, um, not, not a bad movie. It is what it is, you know? I, I don't remember any of it, if I'm being honest. Like, I remember yeah, watching exactly. it, but I don't remember anything. Nothing yeah. stands out about it. Right. Um, I, there's a fight scene that kind of stands out um, only because I've seen it so times on like YouTube. But uh, in I guess in the books, because I guess this is based on a book, I, Jack Reacher is supposed to be like this really big guy. And mm. Tom Cruise is like five foot four. He's not a big guy. Not at all. Be- before we get too much t- too far down Reacher, which I did watch the trailer, I think is phenomenal. Um, we mentioned that he was Aquaman in Smallville. Yes. And for that, I think we need to thank him 
we need to uh, thank the writers and probably even the Lord above because that episode where he debuted as Aquaman, I right. believe is the first episode that we got Erica Durant, who played Lois Lane in a bikini. And Oh yes. 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 She was, she, I remember, I remember that. Yes. And I think the other time she was, she was uh, uh, going undercover as a stripper. So uh, CW yeah. play in fast and loose with a uh, fair midriffs back right. in, back in the aughts. Uh, <laughs> That's what they did back in the days. Midriffs. They must be bare. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Reacher, the trailer um, was, I mean, showed just a, a big, you know, re- former military, uh, mm-hmm. you know, but just a, a great big bastard. Yes. <laughs> uh, talk about your uh, Hollywood uh, supplement store that you claim yes. is a thing. Yes. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, he's definitely on it. Um, now, this is a series. It's not a movie, but I, I don't did know. I, how did many I say movie? Them. I did not mean to say No, that. no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. It was the Jack Reacher movie, Correct. but this is a series. I don't know how many episodes it's supposed to be. Honestly, I don't even know when it's supposed to air. I, I would be should. more than happy to answer that question. I just pulled it up out of my own curiosity. Go for it. That Friday, February 4th, 2022. Okay. And episode 1.1 or, you know, season one, episode one, Jack Reacher yep. recently discharged from the army travels to Margrave, Georgia, where he discovers that the idyllic town is a cesspool of corruption. All right. Uh, eight episodes this first season. Uh, okay. And oh, by the way, the, the rest of that synopsis for the pilot says after it becomes personal, he vows to burn it down. <laughs> it's always got to be personal. Uh, so that's that's the synopsis for episode one. Uh, episode two from IMDb. Know what this is about? Be the first one to add a plot. Okay. Well, let's, you want to add a plot, then, Greg? Uh, I don't. I trust other people with that. Um, also, you can tell based on my recent IMDb searches that I haven't checked out IMDb since we did our top five Tom Hanks movies episode. Private mind, too. So, anyway, Jack Reacher looks, I mean, it looks action packed. Uh, yeah. The Alan Richin, again, the actor, I'm kind of a, I'm a, how do I put it? Low-key big fan of his. Um, yeah. Because he was also, you know, we, we talked about um, Smallville, Titans. Right. Uh, he yes. was also in Blue Mountain. Um, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd also like to share a couple others that maybe people aren't aware of. Go for it. Uh, so mentioned Supergirl. Of course, he he was Hawk in in that one as well. He did a, a smaller appearance, I believe, a couple of years ago. Blue Mountain State. Uh, I I mentioned Blue Mountain. I was incorrect. He was in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the more recent yes. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as da 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 Raphael. Raphael. Yes. Um. So uh, the Hunger Games. You know. So he's he's done a few things. He's been around a little bit. Uh, that Alan Richson. So, and he played Aquaman before he ever played Aquaman. I'm going to re- repeat that again. In Justice League: The New Frontier, he voiced Aquaman in 2008 before he appeared uh, as Aquaman. Uh, well, I guess never mind. He appeared as Aquaman first in 2005. Ah. It's just that IMDb gets things all squared up, all screwed up. He, he he likes he likes being Aquaman though. That's just that's his thing. He's a very he's a very good uh, a superhero um, person because of you know all the workouts he does. Again, I don't with 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 these claims you make, sir. I just I, I just know. said I just said workouts. I said all the workouts he does and supplements. <laughs> he how do I say that? He does have a very nice physique. Yeah, yes, very I, much if, so. If I had his physique, I'd probably have seven kids. Uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> oh yeah, honey. And if, if, if you know, if I'm you drinking have, water, but I'm acting like I'm drinking something much harder because I'm acting a little foolish. If you have seven kids, then you better have his kind of job, right? You know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, seven kids, uh, that's expensive. Yes, um, I would say so. I, I work with a guy who just had his sixth last month, um, and his wife I don't think works. Do they so, know what's causing it? <laughs> yeah, I have a pretty good feeling. <laughs> he uh, So, all right, let's move on. Uh, let's wrap things up. I got to go out and do more Christmas shopping uh, right. here this afternoon. You're not done yet, Greg. Uh, done for whom? I mean, I, I, I can't say much. I literally just finished up my Christmas shopping, and I don't think I have as much as you have to get. In my defense, I just got the list from my niece for my niece from my sister like two days ago. Okay. So, um, but <laughs> this is the second Christmas in a year or in a row uh, where my niece has like written down everything she wants. Right. Like, she makes a list. Last year was six pages long. I, I I would tear off five and three quarters of those pages <laughs> and give it back to your sister. Be like, all right, here you go. I just so what what my sister did is she did not give me the entire you know list. Right. She gave me like four, five, six things. Five or six things are pretty reasonable. She's probably not even going to get all of those. <sighs> all right, you know, it's let's, like let's it's like, let's, like let's let's say the Christmas talk for 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 next episode. Cause, cause this could go on for a while. Cause I have a lot to say about it too. <laughs> All right. We, you were kind enough yesterday as well to share a trailer for HBO max original peacemaker. Yes. The, the official trailer now, right? The official trailer uh, starring a guy. I can't even see on the trailer. It's true. It's a, uh, I don't know. I don't know what they did. Just a helmet floating around. And you know what else we never talked about? <laughs> What? Uh, I, I meant to uh, uh, bring this up. Um, the Crow. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Man, let's let's, let's do Peacemaker first, uh, and then we'll talk okay. about the Crow. Okay. Uh, Peacemaker. Did you? Uh, I mean, you watched the trailer. You shared the yes, trailer. I, I I did watch it. What do you feel of of Peacemaker? Who this is? I mean, look, it's the same character, same outfit, things like that. But this feels like he's a different person than what we got in the suicide squad yes i i'm curious about that so i don't know really that much about the um the, the care that like comic book character uh peacemaker but i had always heard that he was you know like, like he says i'll do anything to have peace you know i'll kill somebody if, if it means there's going to be peace and stuff like that and there the the character in the trailer we're seeing now is more of a I'm learning how to feel type of person. So I think they're changing him from villain to hero. At least they're going to try to. And I'm not sure why. I trust James Gunn. But I'm not exactly, you know, thinking that they're going to be necessarily comic book accurate, if that's a thing. So... Are you trying to find something now? I did. We've been holding on to this for a very long time, Mike. Are you ready to go yes. back to the book? Okay. Yes. Yes. Wow. Okay. The, yes. The League of Regrettable Superheroes. Yes. Peacemaker, created okay. by Joe Gill and Pat Boyette, debuted in Fighting Five Number Forty, Charlton Comics, November nineteen sixty six. Uh, the likely, the, you know, as the book goes, by the way, League of Regrettable Superheroes, the lucrative edition by John Morris. Um, likely helmet inspirations were a meatloaf pan, a compost bin, and the Getty, which I've actually been to the Getty before. Um, Peacemaker famously, uh, the man who loves peace so much that he's willing to fight for it, or at least so the cover blurb on his first issue would have us believe. Uh, Arguably, a description applies to pretty much every superhero. What else are they fighting for if not peace? Peacemaker took the fight to a different level. For the most part, he didn't get didn't fight supervillains or rampaging monsters. His rogues gallery was populated not by people, but by nations. So, uh, Christopher Smith, a peace uh, envoy and diplomat, uh, is his secret uh, identity. 
Peacemaker is also a brilliant innovator of assorted non-lethal weaponry. Outfitted with a level of armaments one might normally associate with a small country, Smith wages a one-man war on would-be world conquerors, petty tyrants, and one of comics' rare mad doomsday preppers. Man is civilized, governed by law, Smith explains, but unfortunately there are madmen who will not obey those laws and will not submit to the sanity of diplomacy. Trying to put all this in, in a put Anyway, the picture of Peacemaker from this book, I mean, there's really only one person who can play that character. Yeah. And it's Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> um, yeah, but that brief description, again, from the League of Regrettable Superheroes, the lucrative edition by John Morris, credit credit due, did not necessarily explain the Peacemaker that we got it, certainly in the Suicide Squad movie. And right. like you said, uh, the evolution of the character indicates that he might be softening his stance. The trailer showed that he was ordered to take out an entire family. And yeah. he hesitated and certainly looks like, you know, the, the exposition that we're given, you know, indicates that he didn't go through with the orders. Um, whereas, and this is the same person, I got to, Look around the room real quick. Yeah, this is the same person in the Suicide Squad movie that said that he he would eat an entire bag of dicks for freedom or liberty right. or whatever it was. So right. uh, you know, if, it, if it'll if it'll cause liberty, I'll eat. Yeah. Uh, so John Cena, I think, is the perfect person for this role. Uh, first of yeah. all, he he's got you know he's got that Hollywood build that that we yes. like in our superheroes. Uh, or or heroes because you know to my best of my knowledge uh peacemaker is human he's not super um but he's done enough in his career both in hollywood and in wrestling he's doing well on on the comedy stuff i think um yeah oh yeah wasn't he in was it the train wreck yes and he was in something else where he was like he's been been in a few comedies yeah we're gonna have a situation here with the jingle bell. I apologize. Right. So it's festive. Very nice Christmas music. Mm. Well, like you said, we're maybe next time. Yes, yes. <laughs> Just had to threaten to withhold cookie. The oh the the, the other half of the cookie. That's ah. not- code for anything weirdos out there uh yeah. <laughs> um but anyway i'm i'm for it uh, oh yeah i i think you know i and i was never not for it um exactly same so you know john cena i i think you know we made the joke i made the joke foolishly i should not have that like can't can't see anybody in this trailer Where, where's the where's the other guy in the fleshy <laughs> you know um he rent, went with that you can't see me thing for a long time. Hey, it's you know, gonna be it works. twice as long before you know he's rid of it. So, well, if it, if, if it works, you know, it, it, it's paying him money. So, I, I do think it's funny. Uh, real quick, go back is when The Rock came back to WWE when John Cena was on top and they were gonna, <laughs> you know, set some stuff up for WrestleMania in the, in the future, something like that. <laughs> and, uh, uh, John made the comments like, I'd never abandon these good people to go make movies like you, Dwayne. <laughs> and <I'm> like, <laughs> yeah, never say never, John. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I think he's, I think he's apologized for that since, since, oh, then. has he? Okay, yeah, I, I believe yeah. it. Or, or like, not apologize or like explained it where he said at the time he was, he didn't like people, you know, leaving and then right. coming back to the top spot when there was guys that were working. working. 300 days a, a year and then then they didn't get it that's true that's true yeah thank you for uh clarifying clarifying yes. clarifying i'm not even a big wrestling fan but i knew that i appreciate you mike uh all right real okay. quick and then we're gonna get out of here uh, i yes. teased it moments ago uh the day after thanksgiving i shared a post uh of some screen test footage of jason momoa as the crow okay but now i, I, I go ahead. Yes, I will say with this, I don't. So I've heard two different things about it. I've heard one, yes, it is test footage, 
you know, and, I, and obviously it is Jason Momoa. We can tell that. And obviously it is the crow, but I've also heard that it's not test footage. That's necessarily official test footage, that it was something his friend or somebody had filmed. Oh. And I guess maybe they were going to use it to uh, get the role or try to get the role, you know, to show he can do it because I heard that Jason Momo said that the crow is his like dream role. Interesting. Uh, I, in, uh, and I'm trying, I was trying to look around a little bit more to see if I could see anything that collaborates, uh, corroborates that corroborates that one of those words was correct. Uh, <laughs> and I couldn't find anything. A, a lot of things just said it was test footage. Sure. But you know how it works. Like one, one site puts something out, then everybody just copies it. Um, either way, whether it's uh, official test footage or not official test footage, uh, it's a it's a definitely a skinnier um, Jason Momoa. Exactly. Yeah. You know, because if you took the Jason Momoa, that's oh, speaking of Aquaman again, if you took the Aquaman Jason Momoa and try to make him the crow, I'd be like, absolutely not. This might be the most times Aquaman's been mentioned on the show since we actually <laughs> talked about the Aquaman movie. <laughs> I think so. Um, I think so. But to your point, and, and that's the thing too about the crow character is. Uh, much more lean in my yes. opinion. Um, did you ever watch The Crow back in the day? You know, it's funny. I was just going to ask you that, and uh, no, I didn't. Okay. Uh, I did. Uh, I don't know if I rented it once or or somebody brought it over. And like, I understand. I remember the basic nuggets of it. Right. But I don't. I, I don't remember really so anything I, else beyond that i might have seen clips of it because i kind of know the plot of it isn't like he dies and then he comes back and this sounds stupid he comes back as a crow right he uh or no no sorry the crow, sorry that would, that would be the stupidest movie ever he just ah, ah, he's, he's, peck, <laughs> he's pecking at everybody uh courtesy of uh google uh, the night before his wedding, musician Eric Draven, Brandon Lee, and his fiance are brutally murdered by members of a violent inner city gang. On the anniversary of their death, Eric rises from the grave and assumes the gothic mantle of the Crow, a supernatural avenger, tracking down the thugs responsible for the crimes and mercilessly murdering them. Eric eventually confronts head gangster Top Dollar to complete his macabre mission. The movie came out in May of 1994. Yeah, so I would have been about 13 at the time. I would not have been 12 yet. Uh, you can rent, apparently, the movie uh, on Amazon Prime for $3.99. You can buy it for $16.99. I was just looking to see if, if it was actually streaming anywhere, right. uh, and apparently not. I mean, you can yeah. also rent. Oh, oh, Pluto TV has it for free. Take that. Okay. Quote. I don't know if that means anything to anybody. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I, it's definitely worth a, a rewatch for me, um, especially since that character went on to have, dare I say, so much money. Because of that movie, I think directly because of that movie, we have and have had now for 20, almost 25 years. The, a character known as the Crow Sting, also from oh, yes. also from yeah. pro wrestling, um, you know where he was betrayed. This is about the last time that I was well, maybe not last time, but this was, as a kid I was really enveloped in that story. Um, he was betrayed by his friends who thought that they had you know um, that he had betrayed them, miscommunication. So he went away, and when he came back, he's in the rafters. He's got the long trench coat, long stringy hair, white face paint, very Crow-esque. Yes. Uh, and, it, and it grew from there. And, and it's still the, you know, like if, if you see Stings now on AEW, uh, and he's Crow Sting. He's not the old surfer Sting from when I was a wee yeah. lad. So it's definitely uh, hung around for, for a, a good amount of time. But it's all from, you know, that Crow movie. So things, things have a, weird things. It, how do I want to phrase this? It's really fascinating to find out like how things stick around in, in our pop culture. Oh yeah, you know. So very true. I think to a lot of people, 
I wonder if if Brandon Lee wasn't shot on on set, you know, and 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 killed, you know, tragically. Does that movie get certainly the the uh, press, you know, or, or is it just you know kind of a, a, a dark, grungy '90s action flick with you know no no tragedy around it? And then yeah, then where are we, you know? And and uh, um, similar to I, I think maybe similar to uh, the Dark Knight, if Heath Ledger didn't you know go down those dark paths, you know, it still had you know, the performance that, that he gave without the tragedy that, that surrounded him is the dark Knight as good, you know, until we know that it, it, you know, maybe cost him his life type of thing. I I would say that for the dark Knight, I think regardless of if Heath Ledger passed away or not, it would be, it would do very well. Okay. So it's a a superhero movie. It's, uh, you know, um, Batman um, and Joker together. Yeah. Right, it's going to do very well. Okay. Um, and, but with the crow, I think, and of course, I haven't seen it except for like little clips of it. But I think the big part of it is, you know, the the actor passing away, the actor yeah. getting getting shot. Right? The, you know, I think yeah. if that didn't happen, I think it would just be like, hey, remember that movie from the nineties? Uh, no. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't hang around in our. Right. You know, in our minds uh, as, as well. So, um, all right, Mike, anything else that we have for this week? We've been at it for a while now. Are you yep. sick of me yet? No, no. Oh. I, I could, I could talk for longer, but uh, you know, got to save something for next time. And next time, indeed, we'll be back next time, no matter when it is, because it's what we do here on Nerd United. We bring you fresh content on a somewhat regular schedule. <laughs> That's right. Uh, because you just never know. Sometimes it's a Saturday. Sometimes yeah. it's Friday night. Sometimes it's a Sunday. Yeah. Sometimes we miss one, and that's okay. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Sometimes that episode will quite honestly pop up in your uh, in your feed or wherever at 5.48 in the morning on Thanksgiving because that's when Greg finally got his done. Oh, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for joining us uh, this week, and, and, and hit that download, hit that subscribe. Perhaps most importantly, hit that share. When you see this on your uh, uh, social media timeline, share and let other people know uh, about Nerds United because uh, we're grassroots. We don't have uh, we don't have the benefit of having a a uh, multi year career in in the, the mainstream public eye. So if you like what we're doing here, the only way that we're going to grow is if you help us um, be the manure on our lawns. That's right. <laughs> I could have gone fertilizer. I went with manure. Nah. <laughs> All right. So for the co-host of the year, Mike Luther, I'm Greg Mahachko. And this has been another episode of Nerds United on the Jerry Monkey Podcast Network, where we remind you every week to be kind. And rewind. And I'm going to go make a sandwich. Ooh. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.